Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24-7-24-7. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Hollywood's Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. What's up? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Biker News, brought to you by Insane Throttle Biker News over on HarleyLiberty.com. For those who are wondering how to get the hat I'm wearing, BaggerSyndicateCycle.com. Yes, they got all kinds of good stuff, all kinds of logos over there. So go give them a shout out and get your hat now. They also got some pretty cool t-shirts. I want to thank everyone for the great listenership over on Spotify and iTunes. You guys rock, plus all the other platforms, man. I can't name them. We're on so many uh, platforms that I can't keep track anymore. They just take the show and go, man. Uh, The interview with uh, Kevin uh the other day was a great interview the one about uh Keith Palumbo uh it got in the it got cut off at the ending so we're going to give the guy about 15 more minutes uh on the next motorcycle madhouse live today we have some breaking news boy insane throttles probably the only one who has this one but at the end of the video you're going to hear a recording a recording from members of the Ugly Man Cossacks discussing the case that we're about to go in on Biker News. And let me say, man, if I got this, you know damn well Leo has this. So what the hell is wrong with you people? Stop going on the phone. But anyway, what's more, you know, sad about this uh, whole deal is a Kazakh one percenter was gunned down by three ugly man Kazakhs. The guy was a veteran, was a real good guy, and it couldn't come at a worse time. The five-year anniversary of Waco Twin Peaks is coming up on us, and they have this in the headlines, and knowing how bad Motorcycle Club profiling is in Texas, what the hell are you guys thinking, man? Really? Again, you know, I'm not going to throw it on the whole club. Hopefully the club freaking took care of business and got rid of these jokers. Uh, You know, it always seems like there's a few guys that go out on their own, do some stupid stuff and bring it back uh, full circle around on the clubbers. And it's a sad thing because Texas, again, it's going to be coming to five year. It's already bad down there. And you hear you guys... 
these kind of guys going out there doing stupid stuff like this. It's just like I talked about in the interview about Keith Palumbo. It's not the club that's sanctioning it. It's just a few people here and there doing it, but it gives the club a really bad freaking name, and it gives a you know it gives a bad taste in uh, the biker community's mouth when something like this goes down because. After all, the one thing that, you know, binds us all is the love of riding. Not all this other drama, but the love of riding. And, it, you know, it seems like you take one step forward, ten steps back. Next thing you know, every biker's a criminal. You know, just look at the way they uh, portray us in the media. God forbid the media. That's why when stories like this go down... I always welcome both sides of the story. That way the clubs can get their side out. I do it unedited, the whole nine yards. So that's what we got coming up again today. Don't forget, pound rock on. And uh, stay to the end of the video after the news. You're going to be able to see, actually hear this phone call. It's something else, man. I guess uh, 40 members of the Ugly Man Cossacks quit over this but you'll have to listen to yourself okay here we go the story i was telling you about and this recording of a telephone call will be at the end of the segment so make sure you listen up smith county affidavit suspects allegedly chased down motorcyclists shot him out of kltv this by the KLTV Digital Media staff. Yes, everything's moving digital now. And the media and the newspapers, man, is it going downhill. Anyway, out of Smith County, information released by authorities showed three men arrested for allegedly shooting and killing a man on a motorcycle in Smith County chased him down in a truck before shooting him multiple times. First off, cowards. Cowards, you got to shoot people on their motorcycle? Come on, man. What kind of coward crap is that? Uh, Jeffrey Ryan Griffin, 30 of Hewitt. Joshua Ray Tibbetts, 29 of Waco. And Jose Antonio Venzalela, 31 of Longville, were all arrested and charged with murder. Their bonds are set at $2.5 million each. According to an arrest affidavit obtained by KLTV on May 2nd, officials responded to the, uh, what is it, 16480 block of FM 850 in ARP for a reported motorcycle wreck. When they arrived, they found the victim, Brandon Edwards, who had been shot and was dead. The affidavit said upon processing the scene, detectives learned there were several handgun shell casings in the area both before and after the location of edwards both on the roadway and on the grass besides the roadway casings for both nine millimeter and a 40 cal handguns were discovered indicating the possibility of multiple shooters so you know it takes uh you know a couple guys to pop off rounds while somebody's trying to ride their bike uh the affidavit said responded deputies saw that Edwards was wearing a motorcycle club jacket depicting him to be a member of the 1% Kazakhs motorcycle uh, gang Rose City Chapter. Detectives later interviewed a member of the club who said the only known hostility towards the club was from the original Ugly Man Kazakh Club. 
He also mentioned the name Barcelona. Detectives also spoke with neighbors and located a security camera. Again, this is 2020. Cameras are everywhere. Approximately a quarter mile from the location of the accident, the owners of the camera agreed to share the camera with detectives. Detectives reviewed the footage and found footage of the victim driving east on FM 850 on his motorcycle with what appeared to be a white Dodge Ram four-door flatbed truck following close behind. Both appeared to be traveling at a high rate of speed, according to the affidavit. Detectives were also told by witnesses in the area it was apparent the motorcycle was being chased by the truck, and shortly afterwards, they heard multiple gunshots. You know, how is it, you know, being a man, you're shooting at a guy on a motorcycle, mostly (laughs) you're shooting them in the back. You know, that ain't a man, if you ask me, man. That's just my viewpoint on there. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, The affidavit said later on, detectives began researching the original Ugly Man Kazakh Club. Yes, they were the ones that were involved in Waco. Uh, To attempt to locate and identify Barcelona, detectives were able to locate, oh, a Facebook profile with the name Jose Kazakh Barcelona. Further research revealed the account belonged to Jose Antonio Venezuela, a.k.a. Barcelona. You guys just keep on posting on social media. Just, you know what, the cops don't even have to leave the desk anymore. I keep on telling you that. Uh, (laughs) They found a photo of a flatbed truck similar to the description of the truck depicted on the security camera. On the Facebook account. Yes, we have some real winners here, don't we, guys? The affidavit said after locating the photo of the truck, detectives set a team out to attempt to locate uh, the suspect vehicle at a known address in Longview. Upon arriving, detectives observed a white 2018 Ram flatbed leaving the location Ultimately, getting on I-20 heading west towards Dallas, the affidavit said after observing the truck make multiple lane changes without signaling, patrol deputies conducted a traffic stop on the vehicle. Uh, uh, Barcelona and four others were removed from the vehicle, detained, and taken to Tyler for an interview. The affidavit said that four that were detained along with them were interviewed first. One of those interviewed was asked about his timeline of events on May 2nd and said he had traveled from a friend's residence to, we'll just call him Barcelona, located at 607, 607 Rockdale in Longview. He explained there was a large cookout planned, including several members of the original Kazakhs motorcycle gang at his residence. The personal interviewed identified several members of the original Kazakhs motorcycle gang at Barcelona to include, but not limited, to Joshua Tibbetts and Jeffrey Griffith. Hmm. Guy just, just, just talking. Just talking. It is 2020, guys. People are not the way they used to be. Don't get in the crap. Everybody keeps on saying it, but nobody listens. I think they're kind of slow. Hooked on phonics didn't work for them. Anyway, the person interviewed told detectives he arrived at the house to find that 
Venzuela and his white truck were not there. The person communicated with him by phone and asked where he was, and he replied that he needed to go to Tyler to handle something. The man said he eventually saw him return to his residence. The man also said he has uh, saw a man identified as Woodwork arrive at the location. Detectives would later identify him as Joshua Tibbetts. The affidavit said the men interviewed did not physically see Tibbetts exit the flatbed truck, but his arrival led him to believe they had been together. Now, the man, see how these guys talk? They're just talking, talk, 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 talk. The man said he left the party at approximately 10.30 and eventually saw the headline about the shooting that had occurred. The affidavit said the man told detectives he was nervous that Venzuela and Tibbetts may have been involved in the homicide because they were both gone and around the time it occurred. And also in the same area of Smith County, it happened. Wow. Yes, it keeps on going on and on and on. Yes, somebody talk, talk, talk. And uh, again, you can listen to this phone call at the end of it. But, you know, what can you say about the ugly man Kazakhs except you're a bunch of dorks? You are. I can say a lot worse. But 2020, man, members are chasing down a damn freaking guy on his bike and you're shooting him in the back. Yeah, real winners there, man. And with the five-year anniversary of Twin Peaks Waco coming up, and you have all this freaking police profiling going on, you, you know, I, do you guys have brains? I'm just wondering. I'm asking, you know, this is personally me asking if the ugly man Kazakhs have any kind of brains. We'll go on that after, you know, in my final thoughts. Now to some other news. Local 12, one house destroyed in Hamilton Fire was the Iron Horseman Clubhouse by David Winner, WKRC. Hamilton, Ohio, a filer, and this happened early Wednesday morning. It destroyed three homes, one of which belongs to the Iron Horseman Motorcycle Club. Firefighters arrived on scene shortly after neighbors detected the fire at about 2 a.m. But by the time firefighters were able to knock down the flames, the damage had been done. Hey, kudos go out to our firefighters, man. I love my firefighters. You guys are awesome. They're always going in when people are running out. Everybody high five or you you can't shake a hand anymore. So fist bump a firefighter when you see one. Five homes on Ludlow Street had been damaged. Three of them total losses. Usually, and this is a quote, we're still able to look at the structure and see kind of where it started. This one Totally burnt to the ground, and there's just nothing left. The chief can say the fire started in the one-story home in the middle. We learned the home to the left was the clubhouse of the Iron Horseman Motorcycle Club. The horseman declined to speak with Local 12. Local 12 checked in with the Hamilton Police Department. They say they've had no problems with anyone at that address, certainly not in recent history. Just a few car stops out front. No indication that this was foul play in any way. Not at all, he answered. We don't have any witnesses who say anyone was leaving. We don't have any of that. So at this point, we can't say where it started. Again, Hamilton, fire, 
was at an Iron Horseman clubhouse, and there is no, you know, foul play as they can see right now. Now, this is uh, actually good news right here. Coronavirus data a factor in way an outlaw motorcycle club leader's release judge uh, says he shouldn't be there in the first freaking place. Wait until you hear this case. Uh, by Andrew Martinez out of the Boston Herald. Upcoming coronavirus data from the Plymouth lockup will play a role in a potential release of a local outlaw motorcycle club leader accused of building his own assault rifle. Yes, we've been following this one, and I cannot believe they arrested him on this. Oh, my God. They arrested him because he had some machines in his garage, and they were saying, you know, because he had a book that he was doing. It was, You know what? This is just ridiculous, and yes, he needs to be released. Uh, Bruce Sartwell, the president of the Outlaws East uh, Bridgewater and Brockton Chapters, was arrested last year on a firearms charge after alcohol, tobacco, and firearm agents allegedly found a ghost gun or untraceable AR-15 style rifle in his garage. Currently locked up in the detention center, Sartwell is asking to be released to a friend's home because his seasonal allergies could put him at a heightened health risk. Quote, I don't believe Mr. Sartwell is a danger. I never have, said Oscar Cruz, Sartwell's public defender, in a remote hearing in a U.S. District uh, Court. Cruz suggested Sartwell live with a friend who is a Boston firefighter and a veteran of the Marine Corps. What better can you get? You know what? The judge better just give this one, you know, Quote, this is a man who is able to use electronic means to and mail to obtain items used to build his own assault rifles in his own home, said Lindsey Weinstein, assistant U.S. attorney. You know what? You're freaking putts. You know, these attorneys, man, all they're looking for is wins on their damn freaking, uh, you know, record or putzes. Weinstein said Sardwell searched details of the Las Vegas massacre in 2018 and could pose a threat while on probation. Services are limited to check on him amid the pandemic. You're really going to bring that Las Vegas massacre up, you freaking putzes? Again, you're a putz. Uh, the friend uh, crew suggested Sardwell lived with could also be exposed to the coronavirus while he works as an essential worker, Weinstein said, and the friend has a 50 caliber weapon registered to him, although Cruz said there were no weapons at the home. Oh, really? Now you're going after the firefighter because he has a 50 cal in his house? My God, you know what with these freaking lefties? Uh, quote, I think people are better off in private homes than institutional settings, said Magistrate Judge M. Page Kelly. At the very least, they have control over their environment in the way they don't in detention. Kelly said she'll make a determination on Sartwell's decision, pending filings, and other federal lawsuits seeking release of inmates. You know, you got uh, California, Illinois, they're out there releasing freaking child sex offenders. Give me a break. You know, you get sick of hearing this crap. Let them loose. Anyway, now, your favorite. The Wall of Shame. Yes, we got a Wall of Shame inductee today out of Los Angeles. LAPD officer arrested on suspicion of attempted murder and shooting a fellow officer while camping. 
this out of cbslocal.com. Let's see what we got here. Apple Valley authorities say an off-duty officer with the Los Angeles Police Department, yeah, that's about as corrupt as Chicago, was arrested Sunday morning on suspicion of attempted murder in connection with the shooting of a fellow officer. Ismail Temyo. Damn, what a name. 44 of Ontario was taken into custody without incident. He has been booked at High Desert Detention Center on $1 million pending a court appearance. He stands accused of shooting another off-duty LAPD officer. I guess that blue well is going to fall right now. Described as a 48-year-old man in the shoulder at an off-roading area in San Bernardino County. Known as Stoddard Wells. It was there that authorities say he and two others, all of whom work for the LAPD, were camping and shooting guns. For reasons unknown, police said he shot the victim who was airlifted to a trauma center. He is expected to survive. Hmm, quote, The events overnight culminated into the serious injury to our off-duty officer. Hey, wait a second. The guy who shot him was an officer of yours too. Apparently at the hands of another member of this department. Give me a great concern. I spoke earlier this morning with San Bernardino Sheriff John McMahon, pledging our full support of their criminal investigation. I am thankful our injured officer is unstable and expected to survive. Aw, oh, man. Wall of shame and duck D right there, boy. Ismail Tamio. Okay, before we go to my final thoughts, don't forget to go listen to us at MotorcycleMadhouse.com or... Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher for our Motorcycle Madhouse radio show each week. Also, Insane Throttle Biker News over on HarleyLiberty.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Now, my final thoughts. Well, we got some pretty big idiots down in Texas, don't we? How the hell are you going to freaking do something like this? On the fifth year anniversary, why everybody's having all kinds of problems down in freaking Texas with profiling. Again, separate the morons from the club. You know, I guess 40 of them freaking quit. And you're going to hear that in the phone call coming up. Right at the beginning, you'll hear about it. So this is coming from the club. This ain't speculation. And like I said, if I got this freaking recording, you know damn well Leo's got the damn recording. It's sad state of affairs. Stay off the electronics, will you, people? You know, and one thing I do have to say is you're a bunch of coward bastards shooting somebody off on their bike. You know, what is it with these days that, you know, people want to play all gangster and stuff. They don't want to be men. They don't want to handle the business like it's supposed to be handled. And they pull something like this. You know, Kurt Sutter, you're a prick, okay? You ruined the damn club community with all your bullshit shows. Now, I get it. They're entertainment. But you got a lot of dumb skull, you know, nimskulls out there that don't understand this stuff. So, yeah, you're a freaking schluck, okay? You're a schluck. 
you shouldn't have done the damn TV shows because people are too stupid to understand reality versus, you know, fake. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you're going to hear that uh, video coming up real soon. Uh, it's not actually a video. It's a phone call. Uh, so you're going to be hearing about that. Also, how you guys loving that wall of shame, man? I'm telling you. You know what, Leo? They've been emailing the crap out of me. Their supporters are. They pissed that I'm doing this wall of shame stuff. They are pissed. And, you know, all I have to say is too damn bad. You know, you're always out there. You're blaming clubs for this. Clubs doing that. And here you are. Your aquifers are doing the same stuff. Suffering suckle tash, I'm telling you. You know, get your own house in order before you go out there and freaking, uh, you know, blame others. That's just my opinion. It really is. But anyway, let us go to these. Here it comes. Phone call. Forty brothers in the east. The, the ugly man, forty motherfuckers, just dropped their shit. Well, 
her friend was actually talking to somebody on the phone. She said, oh, Chevrolet trucks. I said, an older model Chevrolet truck? And she said, was it an older white Chevrolet, like a 90s model?